Oh, but Faris <laughs> has a special someone already. So oh. I'm sorry to all you men out there. So. Oh, do I? Oh, do you? I, I don't know. know. What's the latest update? <laughs> you, don't, you don't really know whether the gym is open or closed. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Welcome to Digressions Include, a conversational podcast between your hosts, myself, Dina Maliana, and my co-host, Huda Osman, as we ramble through a topic and see where it lands us. So hello everyone, it's Sunday again, which means Digressions Include is back in session. (laughs) (laughs) Today we have another spicy topic to discuss with you and that is on the topic of sexuality. Now I'm sure by now that the human sexual orientation isn't as black and white as we think it is. Think of it as a spectrum which the sexual orientations that we are more commonly used to are like maybe like the heterosexual, bisexual, or homosexual orientations. I myself identify as a heterosexual woman, but I do not deny that I do have some bisexual tendencies when it comes to my romantic relationships. I am open to pretty much dating anyone of any gender as long as my attraction to them is uh, real and genuine. But, you know, I still find myself being attracted to mostly and most unfortunately men of the opposite gender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same, same. <laughs> well, okay, so talking about that today in Singapore, the topic of being gay or the LGBTQ community in general have paved for an even bigger path for conversation. Though still kept under wraps from a more legal perspective, the discourse with regards to LGBTQ is now much more open and many perspectives from people of the community have surfaced. So, and what better way to get a first-hand perspective from someone who is a part of the community? We have today with us a special guest. Mm -hmm. Uh, We found him on the streets, literally. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Pick him up, pick him up. Yeah, no, but we're kidding. He we, he's a good friend of ours. Um, his name is he goes by the name of Faris, and we'll be chatting to him about his experience of what being a gay man is like in in Singapore. So, basically, we want to learn more about some of the misconceptions and maybe gain some insight. You know, maybe some of us could, you know, glean of this episode to become a better ally to the LGBT community here in Singapore. So without further ado, let's welcome Faris. Yay! Yay! Hey Boo! Hey. Hello. <laughs> hi everyone. Hi Dina. Hi. Hi. Hi Huda. Welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks. Excited to be part of your Yay. group. Yeah. Yay. For today. Thank you for being on our show. Yeah. yeah. You're our additional brain cell for the day, so stay tuned. Yay. <laughs> okay, so uh, Faris, can right. you just in- give a little short introduction of yourself to, to our audience? Mm, okay, so uh, my name is Faris and um, I am 28 years old. Uh, yeah, so um, I am working right now in a semiconductor industry uh, and I've been dealing with uh, being homosexual since very young. So I think we can actually um, divulge or delve further into that uh, as mm-hmm. we go along the show. Anything else you'd like to share with us? Any interesting yeah. fact about yourself? What are your hobbies? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, uh, maybe you can classify myself as the uh, stereotypical gay man who likes to go gym. Okay lah, fair enough lah. Fair enough. It tracks. <laughs> go gym, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. it checks out, right? It tracks. This could be like this could be like a dating dating profile <laughs> out there yeah. as well. So if anybody's know, interested, Faris, right? oh, the typical but... gym boy. <laughs> Oh, but Faris <laughs> has a special someone already. So oh. I'm sorry to all you men out there. So. Or do I? Or do you? I, I don't know. know. What's the latest update? <laughs> you, don't, you don't really know whether the gym is open or closed. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Like, am I with him or not? Am I? I don't know. Right. We'll, we'll find fo- out more through this episode. <laughs> yes. So, no worries, yeah. no worries. Anyway, so thank you for that short introduction. So we we're gonna start off the 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 episode by maybe just having a little banter about what we know about sexuality in general and what it means to us. So if I can get Huda to start the ball rolling, what does sexuality mean to you? Uh, yeah. Oh, what does sexuality mean to me is such a broad subject to, uh, to. suddenly speak about Mm -hmm. Uh, but for me I feel that sexuality runs on a spectrum you're not like assigned it by birth even though a lot I mean the misconception is is that your gender is uh, like aligned with your sexuality right Mm -hmm. Um, yeah but as I said it lies on a spectrum you can be um, at any point at any point in your life as well uh but innately i think um i'm very flexible with mine i identify as bisexual uh even though i I mean for a large majority of my life i have been unfortunately still very attracted to men predominantly but i think the past couple of years i have been more open to um seeking out relationships with both with both men and women and i am attracted to both men and women Mm. What about what about you, Dina? For me, sexuality, yeah, I agree with you in the sense where we're be we're not born with it. Eh, mm. are we born with it? I feel like it's we are we are born like male or female. That's our gender, right? Mm. But in terms of sexuality, it's something that we grow up to understand on our own later. Like you know, later on, it's not like oh, you you're just because you're a girl, then you should be. A straight woman, you know things like mm. that. It's it's something that you l- learn in the process of finding yourself. So that's what it means to me. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't really have much of an input when it comes to this because it's my knowledge of it is very li- limited. So, but I like I mentioned, I identify as a very boring heterosexual with bisexual <laughs> tendencies. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm really keen to learn more about the other side. The I mean the other side of the spectrum, you know? What Yeah. Like I mean, what Yeah. Mm. To to just like preface it as well. I mean for the both of us, at least myself and Dina, we're not very uh I I'd say well versed in the topic of sexuality. So yeah. it's very interesting to us to hear from the other side uh, as yeah. Dina has mentioned. So yeah, just to put that out there, like whatever that we're saying, it comes from a personal place and a personal space, yeah. and what we personally understand from it. Yeah, yeah. sorry, go and, ahead. Yeah, and I and I feel in that just with that, I feel like that's a very privileged statement to even have to mm. like be put out there because like we grew the majority of us, um, 
are heterosexuals so we, we don't really have to put any thought into what our ed- identity is right mm. but unfortunately for a lot of people who are who fall in the minority they have to fight to, to have they have to fight for their identity to be seen you know to be acknowledged to be validated and for us to even be saying like well we, we don't even think about it i don't know much knowledge i don't have much knowledge it's, it's a place of privilege la. so yeah so i guess yeah so i guess it's it's i'm gonna pass the time over to you faris what is sexuality to yeah. you okay um sexuality for me is uh pretty fluid um, I don't think um, anyone is born with it. Mm. Um, as in, when I grew up, I I was taught to believe that I have to be attracted to women, right? Mm-hmm. Because I uh, I am born as a male, right? Mm. So when um, I'm thought of, I was thought of to to be attracted to women. I I kind of feel out of place because I don't. Uh, feel that I would be attracted to them um, sexually, right? Mm. So when uh, I grew up, I tried to like girls in a way, but I don't think I can because at the same time, I was also experiencing feeling for my uh, male friends, you know? Mm. Yeah, so um, growing up, it was... uh, it was difficult and uh, for me to figure out what is sexuality. But as a, but as I get older, I I have grown to understand that uh, sexuality is to each and every one of us. How do you um, interpret it, mm. right? Right. Mm. So like like what you guys mentioned, you you guys might uh, be attracted to girls sometimes, but and that's okay, you know. Uh, uh, but also, you. But you guys are more attracted to men, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. So you guys identify yourself as um, heterosexual women for dinner and for you know, maybe a bisexual woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. what you're saying is that your sexuality, your sexual identity, is a very personal thing, and it shouldn't really be mm. defined by the stereotype or the the majority of the community, right? Mm. Okay, that's 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 great to know. So, moving like moving to the next part, let's start with the most obvious, right? So, when did you learn that you might be gay, or when did you learn that you are gay? Oh my god! Mm. Okay, uh, okay. I think I realized that I was uh, more attracted to men when okay, believe it or not, when I was five years old. <gasps> wow, um, that's early. Yeah, that's pretty early. Uh, I don't know. Um, I might have talked to other gay guys who share the same experience, whereby they also, um, they also realize that they're gay uh, at the age of five or six around there. Right. Um, I'm not very well versed in psychology, but that's why you realize that you, you will, uh, you are supposed to. Uh, be attracted to women instead, you know, at that age. Mm. But no, I think I was stuck at that, uh, liking men <laughs> at that age. So, okay. So, when I was five years old, I uh, I realized it when I was watching TV and I saw topless men. I'm like, hmm, okay, that's interesting, you know. Mm. I was aroused in a way at that age. Mm. 
So yeah, <laughs> five years old. Oh wow! Okay, but it, it it's mm. just more like a sexual awakening for you, right? It wasn't like a, oh I, I'm 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 attracted to this man because. Ah uh, no no I wasn't so um, I think uh, at that time I was yeah it was a sexual awakening and then I start to look around and I was around seeing even my own family members I I think oh, at wow. that time yeah so I um you will start from there I think looking at your own family members and you're like hmm um, why am I uh, attracted to this kind of thing right. but you don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Then, okay. Mm. Can I can I just ask a side question then? Like, I mean, for a five year old going through that and going through like that sort of emotions and looking at other people and seeing that you're different, how did that feel? Uh okay. So at that time, I I didn't think much lah at, at that age. Mm. But um, as I get older, as I mature, as I go through primary school, um, I felt that I was very different because I was, I think I was more effeminate as compared to my uh, male friends and I tend to make more female friends instead of male friends because I can't associate myself with them that much, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, like... Um, I wouldn't say that gay guys couldn't play soccer, but they're always playing soccer. So uh, I, I'm not one who will play, uh, like, hang around, hang out with them, you know. Right. So yeah. so you were largely out of place, lah. Correct. Mm. Correct. Okay. Right. Yeah. But are you out mm. yet? Uh, I am not fully out. I would say I am ninety percent out. Mm. Mm. Uh. I, the reason why I'm not fully out is because um, maybe um, I have family members who don't know or are quite ambiguous about me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm not very comfortable with being 100% out. You know? Right. Yeah. So, with that being said, the 90% of people who you're comfortable telling telling them, you know, that you're you're gay... How did they react to you when you first told them? Ah, uh, okay, wow, brings back memories. <laughs> uh, right. So I think I first came out to my cousins, I guess, when I was 13. Mm. Um, some of them didn't react very well. Um, some of them tried to change me. Uh... But um, it was it was very hard uh, at that time because I was trying to find my footing, especially when you're uh, at thirteen and then you're going through puberty and and being a teenager and you have a lot of elements you're you're fighting, mm. and trying to find your ground in this world, uh, and acceptance, mm-hmm. like why why is this not accepted in in the world? You see, uh, to compare me as a homosexual guy and a uh, heterosexual. They are. It's. I find it's not easy to be a teenager. I feel, but it's. Uh, they will find it um, easier to to put themselves out there because being heterosexual is the norm, you know. Yeah. And being homosexual is not the norm. So if you wanna go around and and tell people like, hey, I have a crush on this guy, or or, or that guy, you know, uh, you will be frowned upon. Mm-hmm. People will look at you differently. 
I have a question. Uh, with yeah. regards to like yeah. coming out at 13, that's quite an early age. I, I'm assuming yeah. the cousins that you come, came out to uh, are very close to you and very dear to you, like, at least at that point. Are they? Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at 13, what was the... Uh, because coming out is a process. It's such a um, difficult process, right? Uh, but right. at 13, what made you decide that okay, I'm going to tell them that this is, uh, this is my orientation and this is like, me, you know? What made you do that? Um, I think uh, I... Okay, me and my cousin, I think we shared the bond where we are very open with each other. Mm. So at that... Yeah, so at that point, I, I think that I wouldn't want to hide who I am truly so I feel that I need to open up to my cousin right yeah yeah okay yeah. okay so, I understand mm, yeah mm. so there was that level of right. trust um, in, in the other person as well as a level of trust in their reaction mm-hmm. that's right mm, okay. that's right what about your your friends oh I I think throughout secondary school, I, well, I came out to the closest friends um, progressively, I think. Yeah. So, um, it wasn't easy for me to uh, come out to my friends in school because I wouldn't know how to uh, open up to them. But um, with these friends, um, like like you, like you mentioned uh, about trust, so I... I trusted them a lot, so that's why I w- and and I was always with them, so I was very comfortable in um, opening up to them. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm very thankful that they were very accepting of it. So they didn't really um, cast me aside just because of my sexuality. And at that time, growing up, I don't think um, being homosexual is a very. Yeah, uh, Okay, being homosexual is a taboo um, subject, I feel, at that time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I was very thankful that uh, they accepted me for who I am. So from there, um, I gained confidence thanks to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there were some setbacks. There were friends who, who cut me aside and stuff. Of course, uh, there were a whole lot of emotions going uh, that I went through. Um, but then again, um, I start to realize I am who I am, and and I persevered, and yeah, just be who I am, lah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. w- right. were there any memorable stories of your coming out to friends or, or family that have stuck with you till today? Um. Well, memories, huh? Uh, yeah. You can say a memory that... Okay, I'll tell you a story. Mm, <laughs> okay. We love stories. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so I have this close friend of mine whom I actually told her my sexuality. Uh, but then at first she she was against it. Mm. She was really against it and she, she garnered some of my other... Uh, close friends uh, to go up against me and tell me that what I'm feeling is wrong and and religion or whatever. Yeah. 
but um, I think I just ignore that, ignore that, and just be who I am. Um, but a few years down the road, I remember her apologizing to me for for ganging up against me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and say. Uh, that um, I shouldn't have cast you aside because you are who you are, um, and yeah, that's a very uh, touching moment, you know. Like, and he is very accepting of who I am right now. Mm. That's that's good yeah. to hear. You hear, yeah. It it's good to hear about the growth, and which means that the conversations that have been had about the the topic and through the society is is doing something. Uh, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm. Yeah, and I, and okay. I guess it goes to show that a lot of hatred usually comes with ignorance, right? Mm. So once you learn more okay. about something, and then you're more you you'll be able to be more understanding and accepting of of that thing that you didn't know prior. Mm. Yep. Yep. Mm. Great. Yeah. That's 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 really cool. So mm-hmm. now that you you have identified yourself as as a gay man in Singapore, you know you probably, I mean have found a community right in Singapore so so what's that like yeah. being a gay man in Singapore okay being a gay man in Singapore um I'm just gonna be real here <laughs> yes please <laughs> okay as, as a minor minority minority gay man it's a double minority yeah, because being gay, is, being gay is already a minority and I I, I am Malay mm-hmm. so being uh, Malay gay men Singapore, I feel that it's not uh, easy also because uh, while you are also while you belong to the gay community in Singapore but it doesn't mean that the gay community in Singapore um, um, ex- accepts you for who you are because of your race but that's a, that aside um, uh, so far being gay in Singapore I feel that it's better mm-hmm. as compared to the other gay community from another other countries which are more um stringent or yeah which are more stringent mm. Mm. oh so you're saying that there are discriminations in the gay community here in singapore also yeah there is oh wow that's that's it's an it's it's an open secret i feel oh can you divulge that a little is that too divisive to to, to speak about um. Okay, if I'm going to go into this, I'm going to call out people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's, oh no. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? I love it's, this tea. Yeah. Is it really that no. that that I mean dramatic? Uh, I would say uh, I would pretty much so because like okay that um as you guys may know um the very popular uh, gay app Grinder right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so if you go through Grinder, um, and if your complexion doesn't go with the people uh, with what people want, they will just ghost you, right? right? So like, if you talk to someone, and then the first thing they will ask is, um, Malay, Chinese, Indian, you know? Wow. And Ooh. if you're and so if you're anything but the majority they'll be like oh okay uh, it's, uh, I'm not interested in you you know or they just ghost you totally lah. Oh. 
That's yeah. wow. That's even worse than the heterosexual dating apps. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't yep. know there was there was you know that that level of discrimination. It's, yeah. Yep, it's vicious, and um, I think a lot of uh, gay Malay men will will agree that will agree and understand we've accepted it as a norm now. Right. Yeah. Then how do you yeah. how do you overcome that then? I guess I don't know. Uh, I think because most of us will um, date within the co- our own community, lah. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you're saying that yeah. um, Malay gay men would date within the Malay gay men community, and then the Chinese gay men would date within that community. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's mostly that way. Of course, I'm not uh, saying that um, all of the Chinese. For example, Chinese gay men will go for all the Chinese. No, of of course mm-hmm. there are some Chinese who will go for Malay guys, mm-hmm. right? Or or any other races. Uh, in fact, right. Wow. Because yeah. I think my perception of it is is that like I mean inter interracial relationships. Um. Okay. Uh, let's let's talk about like the heterosexual sense. Is that interracial relationships are getting more and more accepted? But I would think. Um, that in in like the homosexual, uh, community, it would be even more accepted, or rather, even more progressive in accepting this kind of uh, uh, uh relationships because you guys are already so different, you know, mm. and you might like like be able to embrace embrace like dating people of other skin colors of other religions. Um, even more openly than the 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 norm lah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm I'm surprised mm. to learn about this. Yeah, mm. I'm just I'm yeah. just surprised to know that the system systematic racial hierarchy has mm. even seeped into such a minor minority of a community, that I'm just like, wow, like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just like, huh? Like. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that it wouldn't make sense. To, 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 to divide yeah, the, yeah. yeah exactly in such a minority community as well yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll you'll be surprised because um it's it's pretty divisive uh, within the um lgbtq community mm. itself mm-hmm. yeah i see, I see. Mm. Well, would you say yeah. there's like a big group of of gay or homosexual people in singapore is the community quite big would you say I would say it's growing. It's growing. <laughs> it's growing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's okay. Cool. Right. Yeah. At least, like, I mean, the fact that it's growing means that, um, yeah, like, people find it a little bit easier to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as opposed to previously. So, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Correct. So for for uh, I feel that for the last at least fifteen years. Mm. Has it been fifteen years or oh, around fifteen years since I came out? Mm. Um, the society has accepted um, us LGBTQ people um, better. I feel as compared to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you will see LGBTQ um, representations on TV, and then people are getting more accustomed to it in a way, so they feel like it's okay, you know. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. even at my workplace, we have a special. Um, gr- we have a, uh, what's it called? I wouldn't say it's a group, but we have a group where we have a pride group. 
So people mm. will, will well, yeah. So people will go in and join, and there's like a a, a leader and everything. Is it's kind of cool, yeah. Faris yeah. as a as like a oh, game man. Okay. Like, how do you feel about this progression? Mm-hmm. I am honestly, I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot imagine living in the seventies or eighties where you are, in a way, oppressed. Right. And not being able to express your sexuality out there, you know. Yeah. Right. And you will have to live in hush hush or worst cases where you have to be married to a woman. Right. In a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's on, on another topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, that would yeah. be an interesting story altogether. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would love to hear more stories about that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, if 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 you don't mind, okay. maybe like, can you just drop us one story where you heard of people using marriage as a cover up to their sexual identity? Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I have actually known people on Grindr who are married. Mm. Uh, to women and uh, you know just uh, finding out an outlet to uh, to talk to guys or worse still to have sexual relations or extramarital affairs with other other men you know mm-hmm. and yeah and personally I don't feel that uh, that's good or that's correct of course because it's not fair to the ladies mm. right to, to their wives yeah, yeah. yeah. wow mm. yeah I mean, I mean, for me, on the other hand, I don't know whether to what to feel because it's so hard to be in an environment where I mean, at this point, even though there are so many things surrounding, uh, the the community that is supportive, it's still quite hard to come out and 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 live in a society or with family members who don't really, uh, uh respect who they are as people. So, it definitely is wrong. Um, in terms of in terms of like the ethical aspect of it, but the challenges um might be a little bit more on the person now, yeah, which mm. I empathize with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, on that note, where you know you're not really encouraged to be your truest self, right? But now that you're out as gay and everything. And as compared to the seventies or eighties, do you think you have to deal with a lot more of homophobia right now? I wouldn't deny that are still there is still homophobia right homophobia right no. now. Mm. There, there, there is still homophobia right now. Um, but I think um, as someone who has come out for at least fifteen years, um, you will know how to handle situations. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, homophobic situations. Yeah. What's What's uh, the worst homophobic encounter you've you've ever dealt with? Wow. Okay. Homophobic. Oh, the worst homophobic encounter for me is when I think uh one of my family members found out uh, about who I am, uh-huh. and they're very. Uh, clear in rejecting the idea that I may be homosexual yeah was he physical or were, were they physical with you in that in that sense uh they weren't physical with me but uh they were very um they were 
I would say verbally verbally abusive to me. Mm. Yeah, to a point where I I think I went into depression or in a very depressive state. Oh wow. Yeah. And to think that this person is someone who I love dearly in the family. Mm. Yeah. That's why. So do they still that, like carry on with the belief like is it still being I yeah. I am not very sure because we haven't had a conversation about it um mm. till this day but I think this person has grown to uh has grown to accept me secretly just that they don't want to talk about it right right yeah maybe they actually um still have the hope that I will marry someone one day mm. but uh I but I think I'm very clear on on uh in showing that I am not interested in getting married at all right. uh to a woman yeah right now now that yeah. you're so mentioning marriage and things like that what are your yep. thoughts on marriage and having a family in the future Uh okay I do not have a thought on marriage or having family in the future mm-hmm. um definitely not with a woman mm-hmm. but uh if it's with a guy mm, I think that will still be okay um I I do have friends uh, or I mean gay friends who are, who are married you know in Singapore uh Uh they got married um not in Singapore but they live here uh, now they will come back they live together right. mm. oh, okay cool. nice yeah mm. right mm. it's very nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very nice when yeah you 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 love someone and you get to spend have that you know eternal relationship with them yeah that's always really really nice Also shout out to me if anybody wants to marry me. So um. <laughs> 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 I uh, really think back to that to that uh to that topic uh, about about having local local gay men um cohabiting and having essentially becoming a family unit. Do you know any that really want to become parents or you yeah, have an ideal of uh mm-hmm. uh, uh four people household where they have their own children or things like that and how do they deal with it do you know Faris uh, I don't oh. I don't know any yeah, but I, I do have heard of a few couples in Singapore who actually have uh, kids oh, really okay. wow yeah, there is, I'm yeah. surprised I think yeah. yeah there is oh that's cool yeah. oh so it is possible mm. so it is possible It is possible, but mm. uh, I think it's a very laborious process yeah. in Singapore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because as, as yeah. I yeah, I sorry. I think lah. Um. Don't, don't quote me for it. <laughs> don't catch me, police. <laughs> 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 because this is surprising to me because technically um being being gay is not legal right in Singapore yet mm. so that's that's very interesting to me that they have children they went about the adoption process and things like that so i'm assuming it's just one person adopting and not them as a as a couple adopting the kids is mm. what i'm assuming i don't know I, but i don't i don't think being gay is uh, is illegal in Singapore it's just that Uh, like section 377A mm. it states that um, 
sexual relations between two men is not allowed. Uh, mm. I don't know if it's sexual relations only or um, I don't know, you know, stuff. Been, right, right. <laughs> I think it's yeah. the classification and how you read a relationship, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But if you're talking about um, having feelings for guys or people of the same gender, mm. then I don't think that that's illegal in Singapore. Oh, it's <laughs> illegal then. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't catch me, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't make it clear. I, I'm, I'm saying in the sense where, um, in terms of, like, um, like I mentioned, being married, like those kind of legal things, it's not, re- oh, it's right, not, right. It, it's not legal yeah. here in Singapore yet. So, oh. uh, yeah. the process of adopting children, that's very, is an, they have to find like, you know, other ways to beat the system. Yeah, or not. other yeah. ways. Correct, correct. Okay, yeah. interesting, interesting. So, <laughs> since you're not about to get married, right? I mean, as of yeah, yet, yeah. how's the dating life for you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for this tea! <laughs> oh my god, the tea is here. <laughs> okay. Is it as, exci- as, as, as dull as the dating as a straight as woman? Because, you know, we, we date, we go on the apps and it's so boring, the quality of the men. Yeah. Is it the same in the in the gay world as well? <laughs> I think it's similar la. Ah, okay. So men everywhere <laughs> in general are just very blah. <laughs> men, yeah, like Singapore men, meh, you know. Well, I'm just kidding la. No, I agree. Oh. Yeah, they are <laughs> you, you don't have you don't have to like say say that you you're just kidding because it's really true. It's really true though. <laughs> you guys think yes. so? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe the gay ones are more interesting. To be honest, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have more of a personality as opposed to the the locals on the streets. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should I should get someone from. Uh, non Singapore. Yeah, person. that's the dream. Oh <laughs> yeah. Have you ever like have you ever dated someone who's not local? E- <laughs> I I have never. Oh. I have never, that's yeah. Easy. Most of them are local, yep. So yep. any non locals <laughs> out there, I mean if the gym is still open you can always ask <laughs> and inquire. <laughs> Yep, yep, call me, come beat me. Beat me, gonna call me. <laughs> but dating, with dating for you, how has it been like? Uh, okay, uh, I just got out of a three-year relationship um, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was, what, nine months ago? Mm. Um, but I am still trying to... I, I'm maybe still re- recovering from it. Not because I can't get over the person, but because I'm still trying to... Uh, find uh, who I am. It's always a journey, right, for all mm-hmm. of us to to find out who you are and be comfortable with yourself and stuff. You know, so um, you know, but uh, along the way, um, it it can get lonely. You know, right. Of course. So yeah, so I actually tried out like apps like you know Facebook dating. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> I'm surprised that people still people use that actually. Yeah boy. I should have used oh my it. God. Is it good? Uh maybe for gay men it's alright, but for straight women or straight men, I I've seen my straight uh uh male friends who who go into it and all they get are Meet. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Interesting. Maybe I should try that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? You can get. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Okay, who the bleep that out? <laughs> <laughs> noted, noted, noted. I'm sorry. Oh my God. It's okay, it's okay. Mm, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I mean, as it is, it's already very hard to find dates in Singapore as a whole. I can't even imagine like dating as a gay man or a, or a gay woman out there. How, how much harder it could be, especially when the community is really being, you know, taken down a notch. You know, it's being very, it's very small, essentially. Mm, but in terms of like meeting um I, uh, other people, is it more concentrated on the apps or is it easier to meet people who are interested in relationships uh, organically through like contacts or whatever? Uh, I think it's okay if you're someone out there who 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 likes to go out with friends and then you get to know your friend's friend. Mm. Of course, there will be a chance for you to actually get to know other guys um organically, you know, mm-hmm. um who are really interested in you. Uh, but if you're talking about um dating apps, I think that's a bit more challenging, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it transcends uh, the the gay or straight community both ways. Yeah. You really it's don't know. Correct. Yeah. Mm. It's similar. It's similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and I also like to attribute it to because Singapore is a very small city, so you just kind of meet the same meet the same same people over and over again, and it's just like oh, you know, like when will I get a break? <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. But but, but mm. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Dina. No, no. I just want to ask, like, which has been easier for you, like meeting people in person and dating them, or like through applications? I think I prefer. Uh, uh, meeting people one on one, like in person, yeah. So because uh, in that way, I feel that I can bounce with their energy yeah. and their reaction and stuff. You know, um, over the phone or through apps, it's not very easy. And and I'm someone who who prefers um, bouncing off energy um in person, mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so I I have a couple questions left for you, Faris, um, that I think can be quite heavy. So I just want to take the time, you know, to to ask you these and then get your your perspective on it. So, are there any, is there anything you'd like to tell the people out there with regards to the LGBTQ community, or maybe just in regards to yourself as a gay man? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I may not uh, represent for the whole spectrum of LGBTQ community. Mm. I because I only represent one part of it, which is G, the gay. Mm. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I feel that um, we are pretty much similar with you guys. Uh, I mean, you guys meaning the heterosexual community, and I we are not. Predatory, like how you think we are. Predatory. I I will feel that. Yeah, I mean, if you were to tell uh straight guys, they say, "Oh, I'm gay," and they they are their replies will be like, "Oh, uh, don't get attracted to me." I'm like, "Uh, bitch, please." <laughs> yeah, like um, yeah, I'm not even attracted to you. Excuse me, I'm attracted to your, I don't know, your banana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm attracted to your. I think you're just making this worse no, for yourself. <laughs> 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 I'm just for your other things, 
but not you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, we get it. We get it. Yeah. 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 It's more anatomy yeah, than you the person. I mean. mm, yeah. It's it's yeah. mostly sexual love. Yeah. Yeah. So, but with yeah, with so. yeah, sorry, but but adding on to that, like I mean, you're telling people, you know, we're not, um, we're not predatory and things like that. So these are some of the misconceptions, right, of of the of the of the gay community in Singapore. Um, would you like to elaborate more on that, please? The misconceptions, I mean. Misconceptions. Yeah. Um. Okay. We. Um. Okay. Besides. Um. The straight men thinking that all gay men are attracted to them. Um. I would say that we we also want to lead a a life that we are comfortable with our own partners right mm. so like mm, I don't know heterosexual uh, couples out there they'll be like all the vida mm. and stuff um, but uh, I believe that um, homosexual uh, guys will also want to express that but we can't yeah. within the community yeah 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 and yeah. I mean, now, even though, like, we do see a lot more openness in terms of um, the gay community being able to be more themselves out in the open and be couples out in the open, it doesn't happen yep. as often as the norm or as, as in the hetero, uh, heterosexual normative uh, uh, orientation. So seeing that sometimes like I think me me and Dina saw a gay couple on the train on the way back from the airport the other time, mm. and they were just really loving the, um, holding hands and mm. and hugging each other and being able to see that in our community now and ha- them having, uh, no need to hide it, was so encouraging, mm. and and we thought that it was really really sweet that they were able they are able to do it. Um, in this point of time, and not hide who they are. I've seen, uh, I've seen these couples before who are actually quite open um, mm. uh, out there, and I'm quite happy that you know they, they're they're able to do it, or they're pretty daring to do it in in yeah. public. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, hopefully no one actually tell them off. You know, yeah, I I can be. I can be quite scared for them. I can be yeah. quite scared for them. Yeah. Exactly with the reactions that come on on board, right? With that display of affection. But yep. I want to use the term like being unapologetic about uh, about being themselves, but li- literally there's nothing to apologize mm-hmm. about, you know? So just being able to see a community flourish even more and being uh being able to put themselves out there and just exist as human beings yeah, uh, yeah kind of sets us in the right direction uh, like this is what um, and this is the place where I want my children to grow up in the kindness and mm. the empathy that goes along with that yeah and the bravery yeah that goes along with yeah. that yeah I mean mm. I understand you know because it's so um, it's not very normal to see uh, displays of affection by gay couples right out there that when you see is it's kind of jarring it's like oh it's a shock you know but but once the shock settles in and then you think about it it all just comes down to the to the humanness of it right like you mentioned like 
Mm. At the end of the day, we're just all people trying to look for love, you know, trying to be mm. loved. And there shouldn't be anything wrong with that, right? And I feel yeah. like that's what a lot of people miss. And I understand also mm. where, you know, the the side eyes and the, the thing, you know, and the disgusted looks come from because there are other factors like religion, there are other factors like you know, just being in, the, in being a part of the majority as a whole, like for their entire lives, yeah. right? So yeah. that brings me to my next question, which is, okay. you being a Malay Muslim gay man, how has mm-hmm. your sexuality changed or defined your perspective of your religion? Oh, wow. It's a journey for uh, most Muslim gay men, you know. Um, I mean... Uh, as you know, um, homosexual acts in in Islam is is not permitted, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So um, things like uh, your like having sexual relations or being very lovey dovey, I think that's not a very um, Islamic um, Islamic um, action that is permissible. Affectionate in public, yeah. you mean? Uh, in public or in private? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but mm. I don't think, I don't think at all. Um, you may not quote me on okay. this, but uh, having feelings for other guys is uh very uh, is is not permissible. Permissible, sorry. Oh, okay, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's a difference being uh, between having sexual acts and having um, feelings for someone else. Of the same mm-hmm. sex for me, yeah, yeah. So um, it, it was a journey. I mean, uh, growing up, uh, like I mentioned um, at the early part of this podcast, is that um, I tried to uh, like girls, right? So I tried to correct myself uh, in a way, Cor- correct therapy. Yeah, yeah, for myself, uh-huh. but I felt that I was lying to myself, you know. I'm like, um, I realized that that's not who I am. Mm. Like, I I thought that if I were to get married to a woman, would I feel uh, feel sexually attracted to her? Would it be fair to her? Mm. And I don't think I agree with any of those questions that I asked myself. Mm. Mm. So, um, that is already a challenge itself you know so um, as I grew up I I I kept questioning myself I tried to realign myself with, with religion um, but at, a, at the end of the day I told myself okay religion um, is is individualistic right for everyone so um, what works for you that's fine what works for me that's fine for me too. So you, you don't have to um, question me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I have my own relationship with God um, and that works for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So even though I, I de- identify as a gay man, uh, but at the same time, I still do my obligations. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of like, also the misconception that comes with uh, being a Malay Muslim gay man is, is that you're only looking at one part of the text and, uh, and, and trying to force fit it 
to a lifestyle but in fact you are also um, looking at all the other obligations that you are supposed to fulfill as a man as a leader mm-hmm. and I think we miss out on those things and we don't really consider those things when going about our, our heteronormative lifestyles mm-hmm. I think Faris Faris uh, brought up a good point just now with regards to I mean if he got married to a woman would he be able to then um, sustain uh, her as a human being and, and his responsibilities towards her is another portion that I think is glazed over yeah. so so yeah I, I commend that as well yeah I, I echo that sentiment a lot as well because I feel like a lot of people forget that Islam and the Quran doesn't just preach about ho- being homosexual you know there, there are a lot of other qualities of that one makes a human being that we should embody right like being kind you know like being patient loving things like that and a, a lot of the 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 people the at least the gay the the gay people I'm friends with they they have all those qualities in them and 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 people don't nec- necessarily associate those qualities with Islam and to me that's kind of weird that they would just zone in on like oh you're gay you know and then you're going you're going to yeah. go to hell but what about the fact that you know he's a professor and he's contributing to the community or that he's a loving husband or or, or yeah to another another partner you know like a, a husband to a husband you know or like he just loves kids you know things like that like that people overlook and tend to just diminish their, their hum- like, the humanness you know yeah. and their sexuality become, becomes their defining exactly factor. which shouldn't be the yeah. case because you don't go around telling a straight person going like hey you're straight and you're a burden to society you know yeah yeah exactly. Far- Faris do you think do you think like that clouds your uh, I mean in the social aspect do you think being openly gay then is defining for you as a person like or, or wait I think I can put this a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> like like when you tell other people and when you come out to other people does that straight away become your defining factor that or you are Faris and you're gay and that clouds over all your other compli- accomplishments? Uh, I don't think so. I think my identity is just, is just as much as a quality or a trait uh, just right next to my other qualities. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. So important lesson there, like, folks. Like, never define someone by their sexual identity. I think that's, that's the mistake yeah, right there, right? And I don't. I don't come out to people and say, "Hey, I'm gay. <laughs> treat me differently." <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. But yeah. also, I I'm sorry. But another question with relation to like, um, rather than religion, it's more of a, uh, generational belief. But do you think that a lot more younger people are more attuned and in tune with the acceptance of the gay community? Uh, as opposed to the older generation or do you think it's still pretty even like the homophobia still runs a lot more rampant uh, in the young community these days as well uh, no I think it, uh, the awareness is getting better um, with the youth especially right now seeing um, I don't know like like I said uh, you have TV shows uh, on Netflix which shows um uh, gay content and I will feel that the awareness there is positive you know these TV shows sh- TV shows shows uh, 
that um, gay relationships are as beautiful as a straight relationship. Mm. Yeah, so um, they, I, I would think that uh, the younger community is is much more accepting of uh, an individual who is who identifies as gay. Yeah. The the reason why I ask this is actually. Um, I think a couple weeks ago, I was talking to one of my younger friends, and she said that she was she had been on Tinder lah, and there was a guy that was she was conversing with that was around her age, about twenty twenty two, and he was just like all else, all other factors checked, but he was just incredibly um, homophobic, and that was surprising to me because I felt that a lot more younger people are. More accepting and would be more understanding of the 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 nuances that comes with being gay. So that really surprised me. Yeah. Mm. So I hope yeah. that it is a one-off thing, <laughs> and it's not like like uh, more rampant now, lah. All right. So uh, apart from um influences or from the from the external environment, there's also mm. influences from the internal environment, which is their own um upbringing, right? Mm. Yeah. So maybe they were brought up in 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 a way that um, uh, they their family members advocate that homosexuality is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe it's ingrained in them. So um, it's it's pretty difficult, lah. Yeah. I I wouldn't think that homosexual uh, homophobia will will go away um, in any. Uh, short time soon. Right. Yeah, but um, the awareness is is getting a lot more. So um, I'm I'm pretty pleased with it. Yeah, it's a process of unlearning, unlearning yeah. the societal constructs. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and and being the change in in the family, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. we may have parents who are who are against it, but mm. um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thank you for that. I think that's very. I mean, how do I say this? Like, people can choose to remain ignorant if they want to, but I feel mm. like there's always gonna be another group of people who are gonna be understanding. You know, they will try to learn about things that they don't understand. So let's just hope that you know that group of people outnumbers the ignorance. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I mean, okay, I'm gonna. Um, okay, I mean, I think that's about all of my questions for you today, uh, Faris. Thank you so much. But I think I want to ask you maybe a couple of spicy questions. You know, just from <laughs> you know, just from my own curiosity. You know, things like that. So, sure. <laughs> and you know, I, I answer if you're comfortable. If not, that's fine too. But um, I think a lot of people want to know. Right, like when you guys sword fight, right? <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> right. So, oh my god! What you call it? Okay. Oh my god! I mean, god. you know what I mean. <laughs> On behalf of Dina and digressions include, I am so sorry. I'm just speaking like on behalf of people who are curious, right? Like who okay, decides? Okay. Who? Yeah, oh. who decides what? Right. 
Yeah. Okay, so um, in the gay community, I don't know if you've heard of it, but you know, there's the top, bottom, and the versatile. Mm. Have you heard of the versatile? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Wow, progressive. <laughs> wow, progression. <laughs> okay. Right. So yeah, so um, in the stages where you want to get to know each other, um, I think this is the more typical questions that gay guys will ask each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. their their orientation on bed. Oh. So yeah. So top is the giver for those who don't know. Bottom is the receiver, and mm-hmm. versatile is someone who can do both. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So from from there, um, they they are able to identify who is the one who's more dominant. I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's gonna win the sword fight? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. I can't believe you no, just I mean, said it out loud. I mean, I guess, I mean, for I mean, to for everybody's knowledge, also, it's it's not like for straight for straight relationships when you when you want to sort fight, right? It's it's obvious, yeah. right? All you have to do is just like identify. Okay, this there's, this is this is in there. Yeah, there's a sword and a shield. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but fair but enough, fair enough. for the gay people, it's like you. First of all, it's not just about consent. But basically, just identifying yourself again to another. There's another level to that, and oh, that's true. yeah, yes. and that's, that's yeah, level. and people don't know that, right? Yeah. That's th- then to me, yeah. I think that's interesting, or like to me, that's yeah. like oh, that's not normal for us. So, all right. Yeah, so, yeah, so like um, people will always ask me or other gay guys like, oh, so who's the who's the male, who's the female, mm. you know, oh. and. And I don't think um that's a very fair question. Yeah. But the right question you should ask. <laughs> Who is maybe the it's not. It's more like what are your bedroom <laughs> preferences? I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Are your that's true. Preferences? That's more generic. Yeah. It, it may be a more intrusive question. Only exactly. so o- so only ask that question if if you are very comfortable yeah, with that exactly. yeah. person yeah. already. Definitely, <laughs> This yeah. is not something that you just ask people out the gate, people. So just <laughs> exactly. take note. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, just take note of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so yeah. thank you for the very interesting insight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that the only question? I mean, I, I, <laughs> was that the only spicy question? I, there's more if you're, if you're comfortable in, in answering more. Um Uh, maybe one just one, one more. Maybe. maybe just one more. Yeah, <laughs> just for the yeah. just for the for my interest. Um, mm-hmm. Is it any different, like what you ate before you sword fight, and how it affects <laughs> you know the, you know what I mean? Because you're put you're putting it where, it, yeah. Um, you mean okay? I I think I think lah. Mm. Um, it's it's a very different diet between a top and a bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so a top people say if you eat pineapple your semen will be sweeter. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know if that checks out but yeah, yeah. maybe some some talks will, will practice that. Um as for bottom you need to make sure you clean girl. <laughs> Douche that, right? <laughs> Keep it sparkling. Yeah, you need to douche that. If you can, don't stop eating twenty four hours before. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, commitment. Yeah, so still, these are the things that us straight people take for granted. You know, 
That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. That's mm. true. Yeah. Oh my god! I never thought about that before. Actually. Yeah. 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 So yeah, there's there's a whole lot of preparation for bottom. I would say. Oh wow! Yeah, boy. So yeah. hard to be a bottom. It, it's kind of hard to be spontaneous if you're eating heavy on a date. Like, let's say you go for Indian food and you're like, let's do the dirty after that. It's just like, uh, exactly. what? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah, exactly, which is annoying. Right? Oh, that's yeah. so sad. Oh, yeah, because yeah. what if you guys enjoy Indian food? Then, like, that's all you get to do in, on the date. It's just, yeah. right. just kind of sad. So we had to reschedule to <laughs> the next day, maybe. You know? Oh my god, yeah, that's. <laughs> So there's no call for like spontaneity in mm, that sense then. Yeah. Oh my god, it's no, so no right. Oh yeah. my god, it's so challenging. Yeah. So don't be hard on the gay community, guys. Yeah. Like they already have enough problems on their own. Yeah. You don't see that's hard. why that's why gay guys like <laughs> that's why gay guys like to um schedule the day well. You know what I mean? They like to plan ahead if you that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, all, all great project project managers uh. yes oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> right right oh my god okay so yeah I think I'm just gonna end it there I'm just also conscious of the time because every one of us is gonna break our fast in, in, a, in a couple minutes so mm-hmm. I wanna close it off Thank you so much, Faris, for joining us today and giving us that wonderful insight of, you know, the life yeah. of a gay man here in Singapore. Thank you. No <laughs> Thank problem. You. My pleasure. Clap hand, clap hand. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, and yeah, and for, for all of you listening, I hope that you have gleaned some insights. You know, try to be kinder, you know, to, to one another. Uh, now that you have all this information out there learn more about the gay community maybe be friends with a gay person you know try to learn about their lifestyle um, try to learn more about them as people in general and not just identify them as their sexual orientation there's just more to it yeah. than just being gay or being straight you know yeah just just log into uh, grinder and get one <laughs> <you know? laughs> get up close and personal <laughs> yeah so yeah so we hope uh, you've enjoyed this episode of Digressions Include. We hope you've enjoyed uh, our last week uh, or the episode before this as well. Please drop us some, drop us some comments or if you have any other thoughts on our Instagram page at Digressions Include, or if you want to speak to me, I'm at Little Daggers and to Huda at Sushi. I'm at, at Sushi. Yeah, yeah. Huda's at Sushi <laughs> Vigilante, and unfortunately. Faris at 28 years old does not have any social media um, yeah. so I, if you grid. need to speak to him just drop any messages through us and we'll convey it to him so and with that I would like to say goodbye until the next episode bye guys bye, <laughs> bye. thank you